the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning to all our listeners. I'm Dottie Herman, the CEO of Douglas Elliman, and you're listening to Ion Real Estate. As many of you know, we're the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which, when you think about it, is just about everything, including our safe place. Right now, our homes have never been more important to us, and in this time of crisis, we're here at Iron Real Estate, and we wish you safety and health, and um, it's a crazy time, and I know everybody is pretty nervous, but you know what? We're going to get through this like we've gotten through so many other things. Uh, Just make sure that you follow the procedures and keep the social distancing, even though it's tough. Please call us. We'd love to hear what's going on and where you live and what you're feeling. And, you know, it's a good time for us to just all connect. Not everything has to do about business. Um, This is a crazy time now. So let's all talk and let's talk about it and let's get it out because I think talking about it really does good. I think I had so many calls in the last week. And so many people contacted me that I haven't spoken to for a while, especially when they hear, you know, it's New York and they're from another state. They're just like, oh, my God, you know, like what's going on in New York? And um, that's a nice uh, that's nice to know. And it's nice to, you know, I think that when this is all over, I hope that people remember what's really important to them, because at the end of the day, the most important thing is, um you need to uh, connect. You need to stay connected. And I think that we're really realizing that at the end of the day, a lot of things that we make a big deal about, including myself, are really trivial, uh, you know, when you really think about it. And what's most important is your health, you know, and staying in touch with the people you love. So I think hopefully, um, unlike 9-11, when I think, and I remember 9-11, which was horrific. Um, and um, after 9-11, I, I just remember that wherever you went, there was flags and music playing in cars and they were singing God Bless America. And the, and the country was united. Everybody was kind of, we're in this together. And everyone felt each other's pain. Uh, and for the first time in my lifetime, I saw 
of totally united United States of America. And so I hope that that does this this time. Um, I think we've got Ace on the line, and I don't know if uh, they have his number that he's calling in from. So I will, if he's not on the line, I will get him on the line by the first break. Uh, Hi, Dottie. Can you hear me? Yeah. How are you doing, Ace? Good morning, Dottie. I mean, what you're saying is so true. I mean, the amount yeah. of... How are you in New York? Are you where? Where are you? I'm in New Jersey with family right now, but um, yeah, yeah, but but I've heard stories in so many cases where restaurants that are still open for takeout are sending food to our healthcare workers, and you know stories like that, Dottie. To your point, it's just showing how we're all coming together as a community. You know, just helping each other out. So it's great. Yeah, and you know, Ace. You know, I always said. You know, and I've said this in a lot of things, and when I speak, I always talk about sometimes when you go through a dark time in your life and you and you come out of it and you see that, you know what, I learned something and I changed and I grew from it. And when you see what's going on in New York, and I think that the president said that 20,000 volunteers came to New York to help yeah they all they all took a plane to come into new york isn't that amazing and they're all yeah. uh, they're all helping and, and... and it's just really to see all the people and god so many people have you fund me pay you know go fund me pages and are raising money i must have gotten two million of them and i think everyone's trying to do what they can do and i think that as as horrific as what's going on is i think that's really a good thing and so, Ace, I want to thank you. You've been with me hosting this show for how many years? It's, I can't even keep track. Ooh, um, and I yeah, want to thank been, been while, yeah, now, all of our <laughs> listeners and our people that, you know, get us online to say, please stay safe, stay, stay healthy, keep social distancing, even though it's rough. And uh, please keep in touch with us, because I think that's so important, keeping in touch with the people you care about. And uh, we care about you, and we'd like to hear from you. And I also want to thank Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as preferred lender. Uh, and they have supported this show from this moment we started, so I want to thank them. And in this time of crisis, Citizens Bank, which has always really helped the community, they've started a community support relief program that will provide contributions to community groups like food banks to assist with relief efforts. Citizens have also started a small business relief and recovery program that will provide contributions and other assistance to help small businesses restore full operations, rehire and recover in the months to come. And I want to thank citizens for always being there for the people that they serve. And again, of course, we have our legal eagle, Steve Ebert, and he's joined and he's he's here. How are you doing, Steve? Hi, Dottie. Hey, Ace. Good morning. Um, we're, we're doing fine over here. We're, we're, I, I live up in northern Westchester near the Element Katona office. And I just want to, everyone's doing fine. I just want to say, you know, very proud of my wife, who is a doctor over at a hospital in Westchester. And, oh, really? You know, appreciate I didn't know everything that. that everybody's doing as well. How's she doing? She, she's doing fine. They're doing everything they can. I mean, there are people coming up from the city. Um, to, they're trying to help with the capacity, you know, because some of the hospitals, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. And also some of the doctors from Westchester have been helping 
doctors in the city um, help meet with demand. So really everyone is, uh-huh. is working overtime to help everybody. And just want to appreciate there are a lot of different people that I know in the community and also in the real estate industry that have done a lot of little things, you know, whether it's ordering a bunch of pizzas for the doctors and nurses to other things like that. Um, greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And well, we send our, our thanks. No, are all you, if you yourself are doing anything or you know of a group that's helping out, please call us, uh, you know, at 866-970-8622. That's 866-970-8622. And let us know about it. We love to tell the world and acknowledge all the people that are helping us and helping the frontliners who are in the doctors and the nurses and the delivery men and everyone that's really pitching in. And by the way, I think I've told you this a million times, but uh, Steve is a partner in Barton LLP, and it's one of the top law firms in the city with specializing in real estate, and it's an innovative law firm. And uh, the Barton's that the firm started a COVID-19 resource center, which we, you know, you, you can talk tell us about that. And if you have any legal questions or dilemmas about the virus or real estate, give Steve a call. Could you tell us a little about that, Steve? A- absolutely. So at the firm, I run the real estate group, but we have about 45 attorneys with tremendous backgrounds. And we have, if you go to our website, uh, which is uh, BartonESQ.com, you will see right on there a COVID-19 resource center. We've done a couple of things. Number one, we probably have about a dozen different postings um, and also a series of links, whether it's for some of the programs in New York City, state or federal, grant programs, tax relief programs, in some cases also loans that are out there. So number one, if whether you're a small business of just a couple of people, even individuals, or a larger business, there's a lot of resources there. And what we did was we put together an integrated team from the firm, and we have real estate people, we have insurance people, cybersecurity, litigation, corporate, all, all to really together as a joint re- and employment, if I might add also, and um, really to be there as a one-stop resource um, for individuals and the business community. So please take a look. Um, There's a lot of great information, and we're constantly updating that as well. Yeah, we'll have to send that out to you so that, you know, it's a great resource. And right now there's so much information that's going out, you know, and, you know, certainly uh, I don't think, you know, this is so new to everybody because we've never experienced anything like this that it's kind of, you know, I I think there's like a lot of different interpretations with it. And uh, maybe, Steve, you can tell us about, uh, our guest at 1030, it's, uh, you you know her, Padma Rayo? Yeah, I'm very glad that, that Padma can join um, us today. And uh, Padma is really the point person for Grubhub for their uh, COVID-19 response. And, you know, when you think about what's going on, they're doing, I think, a double service to the community. They're both providing an outlet and an ability for restaurants um, to stay in business by effectively providing the infrastructure. And they're also letting people keep that social distance and be able to help flatten the curve by being able to order from home. And so they're really working overtime to make sure that the distribution network is there and available um, to help the business community and help consumers. So very glad she can join us today. 
Oh, that's great. She'll be on at 1030. So we want to hear from her. And of course, Dan Sater, who is our insurance guru, um, he'll be on at 11-ish around then after the news. And he's going to tell you about how the new rules about mortgage and rents affect your credit rating. And of course, uh, our our uh, renowned psychiatrist, okay, who um, has been doing her business from the, she, she's well known in Manhattan, Sherry Spree, and uh, she's doing all her business with her patients and clients online. We'll tell you know, us a little bit how, how to deal with the anxiety because a lot of people are experiencing a, a lot of anxiety. So she'll be here to tell you how to deal with this. And again, if it was your birthday today, if it's your birthday, happy birthday, happy virtual birthday. Um, and if you were born on today, you are sensible and down to earth. And um, you are not good at inventing things, but you are good at achievements. Now, you know, hey, you got to really know the sun signs and the stars. But that's in general when you share uh, your birthday with Robert Downey Jr., who is now 55 today. A little business, and we have a lot to talk about. And truthfully, I really think at this time, this time, we you know we need to talk about things that have changed, what's going on, what you know. You, there's a lot of questions that came in, and a lot for Ace, a lot for Steve, um, and I think that people need to hear that. But we also want to have some a little humor because you need to have some laughs in your life. Um, and I was telling Steve before the show that I have never gotten so many jokes and ridiculous things that people sent me because they're just going crazy and they have nothing to do. So uh, we're all trying to deal with this. Um, and everyone I say, look, well, these people must have so much time on their hands. Uh, but this is going to be a new normal. And as I said, uh, I think that, you know, it's going to change the way we do business and we should talk about that. But just so everyone knows, um, on the business sense, the case Shilla indicates that this year, there was a 3.9 rise in the year that ended in January. So we'll, that's not going to continue. Um, this, the housing market was uh, pretty strong, um, but now this is, you know, affected everyone. I mean, I think the city is virtually shut down. Although Steve, I, I'd like to talk a little about. Um, they, they, the governor uh, now just said that real estate is an essential business. And I'm sure uh, Ace, uh, the banking and mortgage is an essential, but they kept that as an essential business always, correct? Yeah, it's been an That's essential great. business since day one, for sure. Yeah, so, Definitely. yeah, you could, you know, I hope that, you know, after Steve, you could tell us what's going on in that business and how it's going to affect, you know, how, you know, what people should do. And, you know, there's so many questions I'll ask both of you. But, um Steve, when they say now, you know, and real estate is an essential business, and actually there are people making deals all over the country um, still. I, I would not say it's a monumental amount, but as I've said to people, they go, what do you think is going to house the housing industry? And I say, well, listen, it's not going to go out of business. People have to buy houses. People have to rent apartments. People have to live somewhere, so, you know, it's just probably going to be done differently now, and we're trying to do that. Now that it's essential business, Steve, can you tell us how, um, you know, you know, we're even struggling with, okay, how do we do it safely? 
Absolutely. So let me first explain the essential order and then get into some of the details. So what happened was um, in March, the governor passed Executive Order 202.6, and he listed a whole variety of essential businesses. He listed banks, but he initially did not list law firms or the real estate community. Um, we, We put in, but any business could apply to be deemed essential. They since clarified that if you're a law firm in certain practice areas like supporting banks, you're, you're deemed essential. And then there's been some back and forth on real estate. So, so finally, earlier this week, the Empire State Development Corp., which is uh, a government agency and instrumentality, came out and said real estate is essential. They did, though, slightly tweak it. So initially when they came out, um, they gave really broad latitude. Um, so they, and then they modified it. So the current state is that they are allowing appraisers to go into homes. That's allowed. Um, they are also allowing that for inspections. And then what happened was they said that real estate brokers should continue, but they did modify it that brokers should still not do in-person showings. So they, um, should do virtual showings they can still allow for access if the clients feel comfortable doing that, um, Mm -hmm. but they don't want um, big open houses or brokers bring mobs of people. Um, So they understand it's essential business, um, and they're trying to really work with the the clients the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we'd like to talk a little later on the show about how if you're selling your home or you're looking to buy a home, how you do it virtually and what to look for and how to deal with that. But I... I, I think we have a call um, from April, from Astoria. April? Yes, good morning. Hi, April. How are you doing? You're in, a, you're in Astoria, so how is everyone holding up there? It looks like a ghost town. It looks like Death Valley. It looks yeah, just well, like those programs where you see the, uh, those uh, tumbleweeds going down the street. That's what Dittmar's Boulevard looks like. Yeah. Well, you know, the city looks like a ghost town also. I've never seen it like that. And they say there's no pollution and the air is cleaner. Uh, but truthfully, that's a good thing. That means people at least are adhering to uh, social, you know, staying home right. and not going out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so what you have a question about uh, trusts? Yes. Yes. You know, I've lived here in Astoria. Uh, my husband lived here all, most of his life. And um, it's happened a lot to his grandmother. My husband's 65 now. But okay. when his grandmother passed away about 15-something years ago, 26 years ago, um, his mother um, owned the house with his, his sister, and she brought a sister out. The problem is, for the past 25 years, uh, this is turning into a sticky, sticky situation, the past 25 years, the will, my mother-in-law's will, said that my husband would inherit the house. Now, you know, 25 years ago, Astoria, the prices of the house have gone up tremendously. Oh, tremendously. The house was worth 200000 when the grandmother died and his mother bought her sister's portion out. So now the house is worth like $1,300,000-something. It's two-family house. The problem okay. is, I think what happened, my husband half owned the house with his mother. That problem is other, we believe, other people in the family, they're getting, like, jealous ideas. It's like, why should the house be 
half his, and when mom dies, it's going to go to our brother. So my mother-in-law wants to change her will, and she wants to have him sign his half off that he did have for the past 25 years, and she wants to write a trust. And the trust is going to say that, you know, my mother-in-law feels that, you know, she has to be fair to everybody. Okay, so you want to, that's a a very good question. We have a break, so just stay on the line and we'll uh, get right back to it. We have a quick commercial break and we'll talk about uh, what's going to happen with wills and trust when it, when somebody wants to change their will. We'll be right back. 866-970-9622. Call us in. Tell, you, tell us what's going on. Um, 866-970-9622. Do you want to learn to speak a new language but don't have enough time? Then you need to try Babbel, the language learning app that you can try for free right now at Babbel.com. Babbel's lessons are just 15 minutes or less, and you can go at your own pace. You'll be amazed at how easy Babbel makes it. Start your first lesson in the language of your choice for free. Just download the Babbel app or go to Babbel.com now. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg speaks with Senator Chuck Schumer about a subject on everyone's mind, the coronavirus and what's being done about it. It's Reaching Out, Saturday night at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I've come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking relief factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. Warning. If you thought it was safe putting your money into a retirement plan all these years, then think again, because you're about to get sucker punched by the biggest tax to hit Americans' retirement savings in over a 100 years. Everything you've worked for and put away for retirement, this Congress is coming for it, using a new law that gives the IRS the green light to be able to confiscate 30% or more of your retirement savings. It's all spelled out in plain English in this free new book from the Center for Retirement Security. Get your free copy of The New American Retirement Plan and learn how you can still take back your retirement from the prying hands of Uncle Sam. Simply text the word RETIRE to 95999. On page 62, you'll learn the first move you need to make to save your IRAs and 401k. On page 143, how you can legally collect up to 76% more every month on your Social Security payouts. Text RETIRE to 95999 for your free copy. Text RETIRE to 95999. Listen to AM970, The Answer, on Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com.
My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, This is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're back, and we're in the midst of talking to April, who had a question about her estate and uh, your husband. your, Your husband was left the house. And he wants to change the will, April. Is that correct? Is that what I'm hearing? Did I lose you? Hello? Hello? Yeah, April. So yes, your question you really was, yeah, we can hear you now. I couldn't hear you before. Uh, your question basically was the house was left to your husband, husband and his mother. And they, want to, and they want to change the will? Is that what your she, question is? She wants to change it. She wants to change her will, but my husband doesn't really want her to because for 25 years he was told, when the house was cheap, of course, that he, when she passed away that he would be the owner because it was promised to him by his grandmother, the original owner, since 1923. All right, but the problem is, she wants him to sign to release himself from being half owner. She wants to write a trust saying that him and I could live here forever. But once we pass away, the real estate gets divided between her seven grandchildren, including our three. But our kids were promised this house also when she sat here in the kitchen. And after, you know, she said, OK, so I so I so Steve. What she's really granting you, if I'm correct, is a life estate, meaning you can live in the house. She wants to change it to giving you what they call a life estate, which is living in the home until your death or until you don't want to be there. Um, And then after that, she wants to now change it and not give it to your husband, but divide it up equally between the whole family. Steve, um, if that's what she wants to do, but she's asking your husband to sign papers to release himself, does he have to do that? I I really I'm not in a state. I mean, I'm not an attorney. I don't know that answer that if he has to. I'm not sure. Steve, do you have any thoughts on that? Sure. I have a number of thoughts. First, sorry that you're going through this because, you know, this is not something you ever want a family to have to have this kind of discord on. A couple of points. The owner of a property is allowed to modify and also modify their will during their lifetime. So if, April, if your mother-in-law fully owns the property, it is up to her during her lifetime to do what she likes, which is why it's so important 
that when you have those kind of family meetings, and I've heard this story many times over the years, or versions of this, that make sure people write it down. Because unfortunately, a conversation, a promise in the kitchen, it's not going to hold up in court. So whatever it is, you want to make sure it's written down and done properly. Because so many times I, I see this come up and people don't want to get a lawyer involved or so forth. And then when somebody passes on, the rules are very strict because the person who passed on, of course, can't speak. Um, so the courts are very strict as to the formalities. Now, this next piece is what I did thought I hear one point that possibly April's husband is maybe a partial owner of the property with his mother. Now, to the extent that April, that your husband is an owner of the property, he is not required to give that up if he's a true owner of a portion of it. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. And then Donnie, as you said, what April was referring to of being able to live in a property for one's life and then at one's passing, it reverts. That's exactly it. It's called the life estate. Um, that's something that's been around for a long time. There are mixed reasons for something like that. On the one hand, it's an easy mechanism to put into effect. On the other hand, it's not the greatest. A lot of banks don't like lending because you really need to get a lot of people signing off on any financing because think of real estate as a bundle of rights. You only own some of the six, but not all the six in the package. But is there, there, you know, Steve, is there anything that, I mean, does, 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 so they have to sign, they're asking for a release, right, April? So do they, does, does he have to sign that release? What if he doesn't sign it? Not, not required to sign a release. Absolutely not. And also, if he's a partial owner, um, assuming that he just owns it in the normal way um, for his portion, he's not required to give that up. That's, that's what ownership means. So I, I think it's an opportunity to really have a conversation and take a step back, but also get a professional involved, because this is the kind of situation I see where people start mixing and mashing up things that are recorded and doing things in a way, and it really creates and actually will create more family discord than figuring out. So probably I, I would recommend meeting with somebody really organizing thoughts and, and trying to figure out a way to really handle this a lot better. So definitely, I think. Okay, April, maybe you want to give Steve a call, um, um, you know, during the week. Um, just give uh, April your number. So if she has any questions, she can call you because I think, you know, you really need to get somebody who knows how to handle this. And I would Absolutely. maybe just say don't sign anything right at the moment. Absolutely. That's always the best advice. Do not sign until you have a professional look it over so you know exactly what it means. And, again, feel free to call during the week. The office number is 212-885-8829. Okay, April, and please thank you for calling us and keep us posted, and please stay safe. Okay, you know, we, we know that the story has got really Queens is in a, you know, all of New York is pretty rough. So we uh, want you to stay safe, April, and keep us posted. Um, and with that, I think we have our, our uh, Vice President of Special Projects of Grubhub, Padma Raya Rayo. And Steve, you want to give her the, the, you know her very well, so I let you have the honor of introducing her. Padma, welcome to the show. Thank you, Stephen. Nice to be here. Glad, glad you can join us. Um, well, I think a lot of people, if they didn't know Grubhub before, they definitely know it now, and it's really a premier interface 
for businesses and individuals to um, get together for obviously food and related um, deliveries. And really, you've been the key person to kind of keep it all together. So if you want to tell us about some of the things that you're personally doing and the firm is doing and what people should know. Sure. I mean, I think in the New York area, it's really important to recognize that uh, the other brand that we operate is Seamless. That's part of our, our umbrella. And that's the one that most New Yorkers are familiar with. You know, th- this is these are really trying times uh, for all of our constituents, everything from our customers to our restaurants to our drivers. And, you know, it starts with, honestly, like communicating and making sure that everybody's doing what's going to be safe for everything. And it's our forefront thought is the health and safety of our community. Uh, We are actively, you know, and that comes in a few different ways. There are, you know, the, the tactical precautions that we are telling all of our different constituents to, to take as they interact Um, as well as, you know, part of the safety is, you know, people are, are feeling the uncertainty of the times. You know, and there's a lot of independent restaurants that are the lifeblood of our cities and feed our communities that that need our support at this time. You know, many should know that restaurants are considered an essential service on our open. They are only open for takeout and delivery at this time um, because diamond for, you know, all the safety reasons of, you know, not wanting people to congregate um, and keeping safe distances from another has been closed. Um, but we want these restaurants to be there on the other side of all of this, right? And so, uh, but again, well. So let me ask you, um, so, so how, you know, so how do people, first of all, how do, you know, how do people uh, get in touch with you and who, you know, if they need any help or is there a place that they can go to your website and, uh, you know, what additional um Safety measures, do you, are there anything additional that you, uh, safety measures do you think that people can take during this outbreak? Sure. I mean, there's a few things that, I mean, it, it all happened so quickly and real time. And we are, you know, we're starting with communication and then we've been releasing features real time as well. You know, within the last two to three weeks, we've released uh, contact free delivery as a default for our diners, which means that, uh, uh, when a driver comes to your house, they leave it at your front door, um, like as an upon a ground, or a, another agreed upon location, so that uh, you can stay a safe distance from one another. You know, traditionally your driver would hand you the meal, but this allows, you know, there to be that distance that right. everyone is recommending. But for let me ask reasons. you a question because it, you know, I, you know, I, you know, um, I getting Amazon and first of all two questions actually how do you know what restaurants are doing takeout because is it every restaurant or just some because a lot of you know there's you know, drivers are you know it's probably in demand and there's you know I don't know if there's enough drivers and also I know with, when I get a delivery I spray it I mean it's a whole process I spray it with Lysol then I put a rug on my floor so that I mean a, a towel so it won't the germs won't hit my floor. Then I put gloves on to open it. Then I cut the box up with my gloves on. Then I take everything out, the contents of the box, and then I wash all that down. And it's like a whole process. So um, I okay. think that's important to know. I mean, so your drivers don't, they, they leave it at the door so they're not 
physically near you, but with the packages, what do people have to do? What I basically really have to clean them off and put gloves on when they handle them, correct? Well, I mean, I'm not, first of all, I'm not the government or the CDC, but we do take their best practices and communicate them out. And there are a few things that are related to that. So first of all, it's important to note that the driver only takes the bag from the restaurant and then brings it to you. So they've never touched the contents of the bag that you're receiving, right? And so they're they're picking up a bag at a restaurant that is already packaged. And then, so the only part of the bag that the driver even will have touched is the outside of the bag. So if you were to, for example, like it sounds like you take a lot of precautions, Sadi, which is great. Um, If you were to have gloves on, take that bag off before you ever even brought it into your house, you would be only touching things that the restaurant worker would have touched. Now, the CDC and all the others are promoting, you know, washing your hands, wearing gloves, when doing food preparation, things like that. And you'll see at a lot of restaurants themselves, it's either, you know, um, they're doing curbside pickup or they are only allowing people in as their orders are ready and just opening the door or, you know, they're also taking precautions um, right. on these fronts. So, and, and, know, that's, and, so. and that's really what's going on. You know, you listen to so many different things and you listen to so many people. We had a, a, a company that last week on the show that talked about what you can do. And, you know, they actually, what they do is they, they tell you how to sanitize your house. And obviously in office buildings, they, they do that where there was somebody that had the virus. Um, and they was, the, the guy was going on and then he told me that it lasts on your shoes for 17 days. And I said, well, what does that mean? I said, does that mean I need 17 pairs of different shoes? So, I mean, some of it can go really overboard. So I think your advice is very good. Take precautions. Um, and again, I, you know, I think, you know, that if, you know, it's, it's, it's very assuring to know that this really is not touched by anyone and that the drivers really don't touch it so that it's pretty safe. Correct. And how do people go? Do you Absolutely. have a website that they can go on um, so that they can, you know, find out all this information? So uh, the, the or how do they, itself is how do they in different parts of our website. You. Uh, yeah. So you go to either you can download the app, the Seamless or the Grubhub app, or you can go to the website, which is www.seamless.com or www.grubhub.com. And there, to your question earlier, Dottie, is like, how do you know which restaurants are open? We are constantly, we, we, have, we have a bunch of different angles on how we are constantly polling and monitoring to find out which restaurants are currently doing delivery and takeout. And so when you go to the website, you know, you're seeing our best information around who's actually serving. Because to your point, there's, a, there's many restaurants who at this time have decided to temporarily close. Um, and most have reduced hours as well. So, again, we're pulling for both of those things. So we're a great repository to even know. Um, oh, thank you. So would you do me a favor? Because this is really important. And then we're going to post it. Because I think that's so important to know. Because not every restaurant is even open. Not every restaurant's providing delivery service. And based on where you live, you know, it could be different in Westchester. There could be less or more. Um, it could be different on Long Island or Jersey or the city or Queens, Brooklyn. So um, it's a good resource. And if you, you say that you can download the Grubhub app, if you wish, which I think is pretty easy to do. Uh, it's free. And also, would you give us that, uh, that, that website again, and we'll post it for you. And this way, our listeners and anybody who gets us online, and you can go to dherman at element.com. 
or you can go to dottiherman.com. Um, and any questions you have, or if you can't write this down, you happen to be driving or being, you're listening to this at two o'clock in the morning, then you can, we'll give you the information. So give us that web, the website again. It's, uh, you can go to grubhub.com or seamless.com. Like I said, in New York, in the New York area, seamless is actually more popular. Okay, great. Grubhub.com. And, you know, I want to just tell you thank you so much for all that Grubhub is doing for the communities it serves. And I hope that you'll come back on our show and continue giving us updates. And thank you for providing such valuable resources and the wonderful things you do. And please, you stay safe, too. All right? And thank you so much. Remember, you you can call us at 866-970-9622. Thank you. And be safe. Okay. Now, Steve and uh, Ace, I have so many questions that I probably could take up the whole show with them, with all the people that uh, sent me questions. And here, Ace, this was a question from a homeowner, a Dear Dottie question. And they asked, Dear Dottie, please ask Ace if homeowners may delay mortgage payments up to one year due to the virus. Um, Dottie, so there's been obviously the 90 day forbearing, right? And um, okay, wait, and actually, stop. Yeah, 90 Go day ahead. forbearing. Okay, so everybody Correct. should know because I think everybody has all different information or interprets that differently. Forbearing Definitely. for 90 days doesn't mean forgiving, correct? Correct. It just means that they're deferring the 90 day payment. And on the fourth month, they would have to pay that lump sum back. Um, now, the banks are talking about different ways that the consumer can pay back that 90-day deferment. Um, There are still conversations in regards to that, but for the time being, the next 90 days, if clients um, contact the financial institution and is, you know, letting them know that they're going through financial hardship, they can defer their payments for the next three months. And for some cases, if that hardship continues, they can actually defer it up to 12 months or eventually down the line, change it to a loan modification, transition it to a loan modification if, if necessary. Okay. Now, Ace, uh, you know, I yeah. know in a Citizens Bank, uh, I think uh, you, you said even last week that you should be proactive. So don't wait for the bank <laughs> to call you. I'm sure there's too many people to call right at the moment. Correct. But, Correct. That uh, right make now, sure there's, there's right, that you call them. Yeah. Yes, make sure you call them. The bank will definitely not call you because they're inundated with calls, right? So if you are going through a financial hardship and, and you feel as if, you know, something down the line may happen with your payments, um, please take that proactive approach and contact them early as they are, they are servicing so many, so many clients in need. So. Now, Ace, I want to ask you a question because I mean, maybe I, I'm not sure. I, I think I, this is what I read, but I'm not. Um, it says that if you have, if you're, if you get delayed, if you want to get delayed payments, meaning that, you know, you're not going to pay for this three months and whether you pay it on the fourth month or you pay, you know, you work out some agreement with them, that you only need to testify over the phone to the lenders that you're experiencing financial hardship. Uh, you don't have to document at this moment. Is that true? Correct. Well, it, it, it depends on the bank. So it, every bank is different. But 
for the most part, as long as you you don't you really don't have to document um, your hardship. But some banks will be a little bit more stringent than others. Uh, what I do want to advise folks is just remember that this program is really for those that are in in need, right? In true, true, dire um, sort of um, situations. Just because you know, although your credit will be will will not be impacted. But just think about someone that's taking a 90-day deferment, right? So when you are going to take out that next mortgage, there will be some sort of impact when they look at your ability to repay. So just keep that in mind, that if you don't have to necessarily utilize the 90-day forbearance or deferment, um, try not to because it, it won't put you in the best situation down the line. Um, so that's the best advice I can give our listeners today, Dottie, you know? All right. So really, because I hate to say this because we've seen the best of people, but I do have to think that there might be some people that really don't are not in dire need and do it just to do it or get away with the three months. And there are so many people that are really going to need that help. So let's correct, not take correct. advantage if you, you know, in this situation Let's try to help the people that really need it because there are going to be so many people that really need it. I know the unemployment numbers were off the wall, and I looked at the unemployment numbers, and I said they're BS because I think that 8 million – I think that was up until the middle of March, and we are now in April, so they're about two and a half weeks behind in reporting them. So they're going to – you're going to see those go way up. So now, what you know, is, I've heard this from million. a lot of people who've called me ace that they can't get through to anybody, you know, like if they've gone to unemployment, they can't get through because they're being inundated. So if you're experiencing, you know, as citizens, like if you if you can't get through, then should you go online or how or what what? Because I think a lot of people are experiencing that it's hard to get through anybody. You know, everybody's kind of overwhelmed with everything that's going on. So if you can't get through by phone. Yeah, Dottie. So online will be the best sort of um, approach. You know, if and I did hear, you know, unemployment, they open up at 8 a.m. and folks are already lining up calling at 7.30 a.m. But I think the latest statistics show 10 million folks um, applied. And to your point, Dottie, that's probably not even the accurate number, right? So if you're thinking about calling in, I would apply online first. And then probably follow up with a phone call. So, and if you go to each bank's website, they'll have a COVID nineteen box, and it'll tell you an email address that you can email your your sort of um, inquiry or or status. Um, with so, if it's Citizens Bank, uh, okay. So, what should someone do? Go online to citizensbank.com. Yes, go to citizensbank.com. There's a special link to COVID nineteen, and then there you'll get the link um, to to answer any questions you have or just email them your situation and they'll get back to you really, really quick. Um, a lot yeah. quicker than, than, than now let me ask you what's, what are the current interest rates? Oh, the current interest rates are, are still at an all time low Dottie. So a 30 year fix, we're currently at 3.75% on average today. Um, so really below that 4%, you know, rates did, did increase quite a bit uh, from about two to three weeks ago. So if if you were inquiring about two to three weeks ago, we were at an all-time low at 3.25. But, you know, rates have, have ticked up a little bit, and that's due to, to loan volumes, the capacities that banks can't really handle because everybody has been refinancing Dottie with the low rates. 
um, and, and utilizing refinancing to create more liquidity, right, for themselves. You know, most folks have a lot right. of equity in there. Well, it's a good time, home. okay? Um, it's a good time. You should call yeah. ACE or, you know, you know, call us at 866-979-6622 or, you know, you could get citizensbank.com or you can do, you can email me or ACE and uh, we will answer your questions. But since we all have time on our hands, it's a really good time. To look at, you know, you know, I know everyone's overwhelmed with what's going on today, but we're going to get through this. We're going to come out of this. And uh, when we come out of this, you're going to say to yourself, I should have done these things. So be proactive and make sure that if you have financial needs that you contact these people over before they contact you. And and, and I, I think that landlords and banks and everyone's looking to be, you know, we'll be flexible because people understand it's a tough time. But at the same token, you you might still want to refinance. And what's the best way to get a hold of you, Ace, if they, you know, want to find out if they still should refinance? Because you, you might as well take advantage of time that you have if you're at home um, or you're working from home. Should they go to citizensbank.com? Yeah, they can go to citizensbank.com or they can email me directly at ace.w at citizensbank.com. Ace.w at citizensbank.com. And, you know, it's worth, as I said, a little time to figure out whether it makes sense for you to do it or not. Uh, but, again, we are going to come out of this. And everyone's, like, just watching the television 24-7. And I understand we all want to keep up with what's going on. But as we come out of this... Uh, there are certain things that you could have done. I was on the phone with someone yesterday, a friend of mine who's in the city. And I said, well, you know, I hate to tell you, but you're a business. I mean, she's in the, she has a magazine that she has. And I said, I don't think you're going to be getting a lot of ads. I said, because nobody's open to advertise. So she said, you don't think so, do you? I said, no, I think this, I mean, this is just my opinion. And I said, I know that she doesn't have a lot of money, and I know that I said you better prepare yourself that the next couple of months, at least, are going to be a decline in business, and you need to prepare yourself for that. So you need to call up your landlord. You need to, she's in a co-op, or call up the board, work something out with them. And some people should apply for small business loans. You really need to get information, and you need to look ahead, because some people are going to be very affected. And the one thing that I do believe. When they talk about all this that they're doing for everybody, I think it's a great thing. But if you have a small business, you know, uh, you, you have to restart it. And that could take some time. And I do think the behaviors might change. You know, people might be a little leery about going in restaurants for a while. So make sure that you're proactive, okay, and that and, you – And that uh, – Yeah. So that's, that's you know, what I want to ask that. And then – um, Steve, somebody said, the uh, somebody asked you, dear Steve, the coronavirus clause is now in all residential deals, which I don't believe is true. Um, and what that is, is that basically the contract may be delayed in the events of an act of guard. I mean, is that so what 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 is that all about? Sure. So so let me take a step back. We have been adding provisions for about three weeks now. Uh, and we've talked to a lot of the real estate community, I've done a lot of webinars on it for clients. Um, but a couple things I want to take a step back on. That is an optional item that a lawyer adds in there. And we have a version for buyers and a version for sellers. 
if we turn back the clock a month ago, because when you sign a real estate contract, you're not closing immediately. Because residential real estate contracts are mainly between consumers, relatively short term, you know, 60, 90 day closes, and also regarding property already built, concepts like force majeure that we've talked about, you know, act of God and quarantine the pandemic are really not in any of the bar association forms. And also for people who are in the corporate world who are used to provisions, what we call a MAC clause, a material adverse change, those clauses are also, given the nature of the contracts, not in there. So what some attorneys are doing now, we've again been doing this for about three weeks now, we've been adding these clauses in there. I'm still surprised to see at some of the new transactions, some attorneys are doing it, but also quite a number are not doing it, which surprises me. Um, But the bar association forms in the market never had these concepts really built in because of the type of transactions that we have. And And that's why it's so important. Steve, like, like we tell them to use an attorney that's like Steve that specializes in real estate. Because a lot of attorneys, you know, somebody will use their son-in-law or some uh, attorney that they know that might be a divorce attorney. And, of course, they know the law, but it's not their specialty. So they might not really be up on everything that's going on in the real estate world. But you can always call us with any questions that for Steve on 866-970-9622. Or you could go to his website, um, and you want to repeat that again? Sure. The website is www.bartonesq.com. And I just want to have one last point on this topic. Even though if the contracts are not on point, and this is really the art of negotiating and understanding how the industry works, there are other provisions that may be on different issues that link back, and also understanding the various parties because it, it's sort of like it's real estate, sort of like a marriage. You know, when you sign the contract, maybe you're going on your first date, and the closings, maybe the wedding, and you need to understand how the different parties act at different phases. So keeping that in mind allows you to maybe smooth out issues that was not anticipated in contracts that were designed for a different time. Thank you. I know we're going to be coming up to a break soon. So um, then um, before we have our insurance person, uh, we we would like, you know, I think we're not going to have time to answer this, but somebody said, uh, what, what, Steve, what happens if my lease is up during this, this uh, virus? They have two questions. If I have a month to month or what if my lease is completely up? And or can I break my lease if I have circumstances where I don't think I can pay it anymore? And again, I think we're breaking, so I'm going to answer answer that that after after the the news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.